Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Uh, I am in the studio alone this week. CJ couldn't make it, so uh, he's out uh, gallivanting uh, at the beach, having fun as usual. So uh, that then that's fine. Uh, because we got everybody else connected via the web, the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad, which is made up of Barry the Bugger, uh, Casey the Tobacco Nut, Jerry the Diver Guy, Vinny Two Tanks, Mermaid Kristen, who we can't see. She's not sharing her video today. What, what Kristen, are you naked or something? What, what's going on? Why can't we see you? She's want, in La La Land. She's in La La Land? Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, the, the only eye candy we have... As part of the I'm Scuba sorry, Radio Greg, Scuba I, Squad. I, I'm the best eye candy you got, buddy. Oh, God. I just no, threw up a little in my mouth. Down. Yeah. All right. But in the center square, we actually have Dr. Doug Ebersol with us. Hey. So I apologize in advance to Dr. Doug, but regardless, we are happy to have him aboard for Scuba Radio today. Dr. Doug, how are you, buddy? Are, are you thawed out? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't get uh, able to connect with you guys last week. We were... Uh, not only were we ice diving, but we were ice diving in a snowstorm. So uh, wow. up in the mountains in a snowstorm, there was no uh, no cell service. So it was uh, made for an entertaining time. Well, I bet. You know, we were planning on having Dr. Doug live on the show last week from his uh, location in Utah where he was doing an ice dive. But like you just said, the cell service didn't hold up. I did see some of the videos that you were posting, uh, you and your buddy Woody there on uh, Facebook, and it did look cold. I got to yeah, say, it was, it, was, it was snowing. You guys looked a little, you, you know, you didn't have that typical uh, rosy red chick, cheek look that you, they, they have when we talk to you. Like, even right now on Facebook Live and YouTube and Twitch, you can see Dr. Doug. He looks happy. He looks warm. Or, or oh, maybe yeah. there's just a slightly red hue to your video feed. I don't know. But, little, I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. The white lights behind me coming into the window. But, That's uh, fine. That is fine. But you look happy. You look more content than you did last week because you did <laughs> look a little bit more washed out. And uh, it, I had a feeling that had something to do with the cold that you were dealing with. Is that right? Yeah, it was actually quite entertaining. The uh, There's a little bit of a story behind why we did this. Because um, it's, it's a one-and-done kind of thing. But yeah. uh, uh, I posted this on Facebook, too. Back, I got certified in 1974. Uh, and in 1974, through NASDS, the way you became an expert mm-hmm. diver uh, was there's a list of types of dives you had to do on the back of your card. And if you got all those signed off, you're an expert diver. So... I'd finished everything but two by the end of 1974, and the two I had not done was cave diving uh, and ice diving. And I swore those are two things I would never do. Yeah. Um, obviously, times change. I, I'm now a cave instructor, so I do that. You've become uh, enlightened. So the, there you yeah, go, so the, right? So the only thing I had left to do was an ice dive. So uh, Woody, who you know, 
uh, Woody and I were taking our wives and going skiing in Utah, mm-hmm. uh, Park City. So I said, why don't we just take a, a day out and we'll go do an ice dive because he'd never done it either. So we took an online uh, ice diving course for the academics with um, a place called Dive Addicts out of Draper, Utah, which is a great store. If anybody's listening from that area, that's a great store uh, owned by the Thorntons. Uh, it's a father and two sons. Uh, they kind of run the place, and it was outstanding. They did a great job online back in January, so we were really ready for what we were going to be doing. And then we showed up. Um, we flew out on a Friday, went by their shop, made sure we had all the gear was kind of set up and working and so forth. Uh, and then uh, went on Saturday. We just kind of stayed at the reservoir Saturday, Friday night and then did the dives on Saturday. So this was so, your idea? This was my idea. Yeah, okay. my idea. So just going back to that a little bit, are, are you, uh, you know, after you've done this, was it is what what you expected? Was it better or worse than your end? You oh know, no, actually, I, I, thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a lot of it's a lot of work. Uh, yeah. The ice diving itself is not. It's all the preparation and the takedown. I mean, we so we drove up about an hour and a half north of Salt Lake City to this reservoir, mm-hmm. which apparently is a very big fishery. A lot, of, a lot of people ice fishing out on the on the lake, which I didn't really understand, but a lot really? of people out ice fishing. Um, right. So then Saturday morning, it started snowing. Uh, we probably had about eight or ten inches of snow throughout the whole day. Uh, we had to load up a bunch of sleds with dive gear, chainsaws, augers, tents, weights, whatever else you can think of, and drag it out to the uh, drag it out to the site. So we're in about forty five feet of water. Uh, you then have to take uh, an auger uh, and drill three holes in the ice in a triangle pattern. Uh, then take a chainsaw and chain and use the chainsaw to cut through those you know from those holes to make the triangle uh, through ten inches of ice. Uh, that took uh, a solid 45 minutes to an hour. We all kind of alternated doing that. Then you have to take that triangle that you've cut and push the whole thing under the ice uh, to leave you with an opening so you can then slide it back at the end of the day. Mm. Uh, once wow. you get that taken care of uh, and you've got your gear set, then you go change into your dry suits because you've worked up a sweat doing all of that. Wow. Uh, okay. We did the dives. No, so isn't that six- something that you could get the dive addict guys to do for you? Like, look, I just want to do the easy part. Right, cut the ice for me. <laughs> do all this other crap, and I'll show up when you're we're ready to die. But they yeah. make you go through that whole. Yeah, thing. It's, it's you know it's the uh, it's a course, so you got to yeah. learn the whole the uh, whole right. system. Of course. So we did all that. It was fun, you know, did all that stuff, and then mm-hmm. uh, there were six of us, uh, Woody and myself, uh, and then four people from the sheriff's department who are part of the search and recovery team. So the sheriff's department was paying for their course. So really, there's only two of us who are doing this on our own free will. Wow. But uh, and then we had three instructors in the water that rotate because the water's cold. Uh, the water was my, my Shearwater Peregrine said that the, the minimum temperature was 32 and the maximum temperature was 33, uh, for the water temp. Wow. Uh, and then, <laughs> so yeah, you're not, not you're not wearing that. a full face mask either, are you? Yeah. I mean, no, just had no. a red face. So is your okay. cheeks like, like, were you feeling like ice and, uh, well, they're fresh? still red, Greg. Maybe. It was know. blue yesterday. Exactly. It was. To be honest with you, it really wasn't. I really wasn't cold. Um, we did short dives. I mean, fifteen twenty minute dives, so they weren't yeah. real long. But okay. uh, but um, you know, I was in a dry suit with uh, with dry gloves uh, and uh, pretty thick undergarments and fourth element thick undergarments. And it was it wasn't bad. So you yeah. you jump in the water, and the main the thing is really the, the there's not much to see as far as the lake itself goes. I mean, yeah. it's this mud bottom lake. But the cool thing is the ice. You look up at the ice and see the formation of the ice, and you stand upside down, and they pull you like you're water skiing standing on the ice, and hmm. you're standing, and they flip the camera, so when you blow bubbles, the bubble could look like they're going down rather than going up, you know, just that kind of stuff. So it was yeah. kind of fun to swim around. So I and would imagine the, the underwater environment is kind of like a cave 
uh, type of uh, you know awestruck. Yeah, it's scene. it's an over yeah, yeah. it's an overhead environment. So I mean, yeah. yeah, you can't go to the surface except through the little triangle. That but you as far as it, how it looks, you know how the cool stalactites on a cave dive and stuff are kind of you know you do one of those dives. They don't really change from dive to dive, but it's cool, especially the first time you see it. Right, and this, you look up and there's you know little formations through the ice, and you can kind of see the glow through the ice, and yeah. so that, that was kind of cool. Did you go up to uh, any of the other uh, folks that were ice fishing and just tug on their line? <laughs> no, we couldn't get that close, but they all thought we were nuts. We thought they were nuts, and they thought we were nuts. So it all kind of <laughs> it all uh, it all kind of goes into play. I bet. But uh, it's it's kind of cool that from a safety standpoint, it's done really well. Um, you've got a person at the um, you know a tender who's on charge of the ro- the rope has got has like a uh, you've kind of augured in a uh, uh, an anchor so the wool you can't lose the line it's tied it's ground into the ice yeah there's a tender feeding ice uh, feeding the rope to the ice divers and you'll have we had an instructor in the water with us so the rope was tethered to him and then his tether was tethered to Woody and that tether was tethered to me so no way on hold one. on hold on this sounds like they might have been using you as bait and fishing for themselves that's, right that's it's, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like, yeah kind of like, kind of like using us as a hook we're gonna find line. Loch Ness just send down Dr. Doug and Woody <laughs> so yeah it was good so you're that way you're all and there's there's you know signals on the rope and the way they do it which is actually fairly interesting is you know from a safety standpoint is the rope that you're tied to will sink okay so it's a mm. it's a heavy rope okay and there's somebody geared up on the surface ready to go in case there's an emergency uh where like say when someone gets separated uh which never happened and shouldn't happen but regardless you're ready and what they do is that person because we all got to rotate through being tender being the diver and being the safety diver yeah when you're the safety diver you've got a rope that floats kind of like a ski rope so the idea is if God forbid and that rope is longer than the rope the tether rope that you have uh that's heavy. So if somebody were to get separated, the idea is they go straight to the top of the ice and wait. Uh and the safety diver would jump in with this floating line, go the full length of that, and then start swimming in circles. And theoretically you the diver shouldn't be farther away than that that floating rope. Got it. And it'll catch them and those that way they can pull themselves back in. So we you practice all those kind of skills and so forth. All right, and then, so of course, it's like the a day, typical dive class where you're learning the you know, worst-case yeah. scenario uh, situations to make it uh, you know safe. And then know. at the end of the day, when you're exhausted having done this and you're cold, then you break everything down and drag it all back uh, from the lake and the sleds back to the cars again. Wow, you're really the, selling the it. Snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, look. And, and you want me to do this. Uh, and I yeah. still think walking down the beach uh, in uh, just a bathing suit with 85 oh, degrees. Oh, God, there's a mental image we really didn't need, Barry. This early in the show already, you're going to torture us like that? Oh, golly. All right, uh, more on ice diving and much, much more. we got uh, Megan Amy Greer joining us today, the Shearwater Diver of the Week, the guy responsible for Jerry the Diver Guy. That's all coming up. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Need an escape from reality for a while? Your favorite scuba action star, Mike Scott, is back. In an all-new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From the brilliant mind of author Eric Douglas comes the thriller that started it all. Listen as Mike unravels the death of a girl, the protest of new development, and the systemic destruction of coral reefs, all against the stunning backdrop of Grand Cayman Island. This one's got it all. Submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. When he was ready and completely relaxed, he wrapped his arms through the straps of the sea cushion and gently slid into the water. Dive back into adventure with Cayman Cowboys. Also available, oil and water, return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish. Download all five audiobooks now at Amazon, booksbyeric.com, or audible.com. 
come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. and he did not do any uh, ice diving, but I don't know about Naked Scuba Boy. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. I'm in the studio. we got the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. You can plainly see that on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. We're doing our little uh, closed captioned video streams as well. And uh, we're going to talk about some new musical uh, accomplishments that I uh, partook in or partake in or, or just executed. Uh yeah, we'll we'll get to that in just a bit because it has created a bit of a a flurry of conversation amongst the scuba radio scuba squad. But we'll get to that in just a bit. I want to finish up on this ice diving thing that Doctor Doug Ebersol did, and uh, you know, I guess the big question is now that you've done this, uh, is it is it indeed a one and done, or you did the class and like okay, now I got to go back and try it again and, and uh, enjoy it because it was all training. Wasn't it, Doctor Doug? What do yeah, you think? Pretty much. There's not a whole lot of it, the the main training is the setup, the breakdown, and then a couple of skills on the dives. But yeah, uh, I I honestly probably wouldn't spend. It's to me, it, the dive itself wasn't the problem. It's an all day, you know, work to drag all this stuff out and oh, right. cut the ice and all this kind of thing. They you know they live in Utah and they do this course one weekend a year. Like, that's all they ever do it. Really? So uh, they're yeah. that wise. They're like, oh, we got one yeah. of these idiot Florida guys. Let's get it over with. Yes, they, they usually do about one weekend a year. Okay. Uh, so, right. I, to be honest with you, I like you know I like learning things. This is an environment I had not been in. Sure. So I think you can always learn something. So I learned some new techniques and, and kind of now, if I hear about somebody ice diving, I fully understand what it is they're doing and the safety protocols and so yeah. forth and so on. So I hear yeah, ice I diving, and you know I, the the temperature around me doesn't even have to you know doesn't even have to change, and I experience shrinkage. You know, it's like exactly. a mental trigger. You know what I mean? Right. Well, uh, they, quit you know, they, laughing, Vinny. I see Vinny. He's like going, "Oh, how dare he!" Uh, but it's that's part of getting old, Greg. Yeah. They, they, they do say 
they do say that there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing, right? Okay, so, all right. You know, in, yeah. in the proper, all, all, all kidding aside, in a, mm-hmm. in a, uh, with dry gloves, that was important, and dry yeah. gloves, a dry suit with thick undergarments. I mean, I could easily spend thirty minutes or so without particularly getting cold. Yeah. Um, Woody, as you, if you know Woody, Woody has no body fat. You know, Woody has weighs like one hundred and thirty five pounds. He was right. freezing by like fifteen minutes. Yeah. But uh, well, but your I, cheeks are exposed because you're wearing you're not wearing a full face mask. So did that right. bother you at all, or it, was it you know it, not that bad? It, they say that you know they, that'll all go numb. I don't remember that much being that much of a problem. You have a you know a tight hood, big seven mil, ten mil kind of hood. Yeah. Um, and you've got the mask covering the majority of your face. You get so it's mainly your lips and your cheeks. Right. But uh, but I didn't particularly didn't particularly bother. Didn't bother. Me bother. So, but I mean, you know, because you're saying the water temp was like thirty two degrees, and I've always wondered that. You know, thirty two. It, it would it would be kind of like air temp thirty two, wouldn't it? Because you're in a dry suit, so. It'd be similar to going outside in 32-degree air temperature, wouldn't it? If Except that the suit? water conducts heat, as you know, as a dive instructor, the water conducts heat so much faster that it's you know, 20 times faster. So you get cold 20 times faster in that temperature than you would in the air. So it is. So, it would be like having some wind chill, like if right. the wind be, was blowing like, on your face. Some wind chill on top of it. Exactly. Okay. So you got to be a little hardy on that or go with the full face mask thing or just feel, realize that, hey, your cheeks are going to be a little chilly. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you that you know Woody's in very good shape. You may have seen him. I mean, he rock climbs and ice yeah. ice climbs and goes climbs up mountains and skis down them and stuff. He's in pretty good shape. I spend a lot of time at, you know doing cardio and at the gym and so forth. But by the end of that day, by five o'clock in the afternoon, we were dragging the sleds of uh, of tanks and weights and chainsaws and he everything. Was whooped. Back to, huh? We were whipped. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we had our wives help us get out of the dry suits. We were we were pretty well whooped at that point. It was. It was time for some hot chili and something okay. and kind of get some refueling. Well, Jerry, the diver guy, is preparing with his 12-ounce curls while he does scuba radio today. So <laughs> exactly. He's oh, in yeah. training. There in you go. In training always. That's right. But, uh, but you know, you're right. You know, Dr. Doug's one of those type of divers and dive instructors that is always looking for something new to just kind of expand your understanding of what these different type of activities are. And you learn something no matter what type of diving you do to make you a better diver, it just makes you you know more informed, I think. And that's kind of where you're coming from, right? Right. And the other thing to be aware of, of course, is we're at 8,000 feet. So the your oxygen percentage wasn't 21% anymore. It was 17. Mm. So you're going to get a little winded. You're going to be winded anyway. So when you start doing a lot of heavy exertion uh, at that kind of uh, altitude, you get a little whipped as well. Yeah, that, that'd be my excuse. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'm excuse, not old. Excuse. It's the altitude, Barry. It's the altitude. Shrinkage. It, no, it you're affects old. shrinkage, too. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Doug, did you have to adjust uh, dive table time? It was uh, actually on the shear waters. It's all adjusted for you. It has, you know, it registers the barometric pressure. But technically, this was an altitude dive. There you so go. So I didn't yeah. actually calculate it, but it was a 40... We maxed out at 45 feet, so I don't know what that would be with altitude, but it probably wouldn't be any worse than a, say, a 60-foot dive. Maybe yeah. I have to do the math. What, what did you but, see uh, under there, by the way? It was just a lake. There wasn't much, or did you see nah, freshwater some, fish you know, some and stuff, or dis- what? Yeah, some discarded uh, stuff on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, Good place for bottom. magnet fishing for, like, Matt and uh, Bryce, yeah, maybe? Great, great place for that. But yeah. the, main thing was that, the main thing was to stay shallow and, and look at the reflections of the ice and, you know, Play around, with the, play around with the ice. That was the main issue, yeah. as opposed to really seeing much on the bottom. I mean, you could have went, uh, you know, did like an underwater snow angel thing and kind of freak out the people on the top side. I mean, or is there too much snow, snow on the lake? Yeah, there was a lot of snow when we were there. If it, like I said, if you'd had a blue, you know, bright blue di- day with no snow and you just had to, you know, cr- just 
crystal clear ice. Yeah. It'd have been a lot better visibility and stuff. But was, you know, what if you just stuff. swam up to one of the fishing holes and stared out at him? <laughs> yeah. Just jump sure. out of the hole. Or yank another okay, line or something. No, yeah. don't do it. Just, just grab. Just like reach out of the hole and grab them <laughs> and yank them down. Just- T- take a handsaw and go to one of those little huts that they sit in. Oh, and there you go. Like the Bugs Bunny? Around them. Yeah, I like it. That would have been fun. See, all this after the fact. So, see, that's uh, where we go with this stuff. But Dr. Anyway. Dr. Doug's going to have to start taking a crew, scuba that's crew, right. on, on hey, these trips. Hey, anytime so you guys want to go ice, if you guys are going to go ice diving, I'll be happy to set you up with the right people. Oh, okay. but he's not going okay. down. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to say, uh, hey, look, I'm going to tell you what to do, and I'll meet you out there when you got everything done. He's got that one and done thing. I'd be happy to go jump in the water again. I, that is that was the easy part. Yeah, it's the is the before and afters. If you guys want to be students and get it all set up, I'll be glad to jump in. All with right, you. that sounds Wait, like a good plan. I, I do yeah. have a question. How do you pull yourself out of that? That's a very good question. You don't. Uh, you it. You look like a beached whale. You, mm-hmm. The reason they cut it in a triangle <laughs> is so you can, <laughs> hush up, Jerry. <laughs> so, you back in, so you can back into a corner and get your elbows up on two corners of the triangle. Yeah, and then a couple people grab you by the tank and just lift you out. You kick and push, and they kind of sling you out. It'd be almost it'd be almost impossible to get out by yourself. They, oh, yeah. they recommend having at least two to three people on the surface for every diver in the water. Wow. So yeah, I mean, how much weight sport. were you wearing? You probably had a bunch of weight on too. Huh? That was I had amazing. a low pressure eighty five steel on, and with a steel cylinder, I had an additional twenty four pounds. Wow. Okay, so, so you're a little about thirty on the pounds of weight. Heavy side for yeah. a freshwater ice dive. Oh, hey, yeah. It's fascinating stuff. I love it. Dr. Doug Ebersall. Uh, check him out on Facebook. He's going to hang with us for a little bit. But we got uh, Megan Heaney-Greer. She has a new project she's going to tell us about next right here on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Stay close. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, as promised. Megan Heaney Greer with us, a world-renowned free diver, just all around great Wonder gal. Woman, We've known Greg. her for years. What, what are you rambling about, Jerry? What? That's Wonder Woman. Okay, she is. She kind of is the Wonder Woman of the uh, underwater world. I'll she, go with that. She kinda. She I, is. I'll tell you what. With all this talk of ice diving, she'll be the one person of part of our crew today that'll warm things up finally. So, Megan, welcome. <laughs> How are you? Oh man, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good Absolutely. To see, good to see your faces here. This is a new scuba radio experience for me. That's it's right. It's always just been on the like the call in. I get to see all your faces this time. <laughs> we we are proving thing. for the once uh, once and for all that we all have the face for radio, she, with the exception of our guests. Like, to the side, Greg, like you and Mermaid <laughs> Kristen and stuff. So we bring you guys on to kind of counter the fact that they can see us on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook, and all that stuff. We apologize in advance. 
bacon. So we're covered <laughs> every day. It's yeah. great. But, I uh, love it. Megan is awesome. I've known her for years. She's always doing some cool, you know, uh, TV stuff, co- you know, commercials or video projects. Uh, and, and you got a new thing that you've just launched, I guess, a, cu- a couple weeks ago. Is that right? Every That's right. Th- comes out every Thursday and it's called what again? What is it? It's called The Imperfect Conservationist, and it is a web series that I developed uh, for YouTube. And um, yeah, I really, you know, this has been a, pr- a passion project for me, big time. It's coming straight from the heart. And yeah, I'm really excited about it. Have you gotten to watch any of them yet, Greg? I have. I have. I saw the one about the uh, the bags and the uh, and the the towels. What is it? The awesome. uh, the paper towels. You know, yep. how to limit your, you know, your footprint, your carbon footprint and, and, uh, well, not even that, just, uh, common sense type things. Uh, it's a cool yeah. little project. Megan's always into this kind of school stuff. We've got to take a quick break. We'll get more with her next, right here on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. Second floor, hardware, children's wear, ladies' lingerie. Oh, good morning, Mr. Tyler. Going... Down. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, and uh, we got Megan Heaney Greer with us right now. By the way, I see Mermaid Kristen finally, too. You turned on your video. Thank God. Finally, uh, Kristen, what are, what are you? I just saw say hi, and then we'll talk a little later. But how are you? You doing good? I'm good. All right. Yeah, I'm good. We'll get with her in just a bit. But uh, we got Megan to talk about her new project, The Inconvenient Economist. <laughs> now, what is what the hell is it again? I knew I was going to screw it, it up. Yourself, man. I know. It's, you are an inconvenient Yeah. <laughs> it's the imperfect conservationist, That's which what is it me, was. definitely me, and like all of us. Anybody who is who cares and maybe has been feeling overwhelmed with the state of our world lately uh, in general, this is for you. So yeah. basically, this is a way that we can regain some control with really simple things, really bite, you know, easy, bite-sized conservation action that we can bake into busy everyday life. So what I'm looking at every time that I'm considering making any kind of a change. And, you know, this is my conservation is, is a piece of my work throughout my whole career Mm -hmm. in the water, stemming back more than two decades now. And, you know, really what I'm always looking for is it has to be easy, affordable, and impactful if we're going to make these changes. And, you know, I, I think when it, when you really, get down to it, the change that makes the biggest impact is the one we'll actually do. So there's always this big picture that you can look at. And it's important to understand the components of what's going into the issues, whether, you know, like you, we were just talking about my first couple episodes, like plastic bags, for example, like it's important to know what the problem is and the big picture and why we care. Like that can give us the the basis for it. And then we got to pivot from there because that can get, that's a rabbit hole, you know, and it can be really overwhelming and 
can can bring you down and and end up being kind of paralyzing it's like oh if i can't you know change the world with my one action i'm going to do then i'm just not going to do anything because it's not going to make a difference but the fact is is that we got here collectively it it we've got to this point with the state of our ocean and our environment and the climate and all these things because we collectively made decisions as you know um as consumers and as voters. And we also can be very empowered with the right tools and little tweaks and just habit changes that you might not have even have thought of, you know, and, and that is what this series is about. It's just giving these little nuggets, you know, of things like, ah, I never thought of that, but man, what a big impact and how much difference it makes. And, and also to really highlight the huge impact that each individual and each household actually has. So that's kind of what you're getting from that. And I, I try to keep it light and, you know, fill it with some humor and just being kind of like a, you know, a geek like I am on, on these certain topics. I get pretty excited about it. And yeah, just, you know, letting, well, letting it fly. Megan is a natural and she's been doing this stuff for years. She's very uh, TV friendly. So it works very, very well on the, on the YouTube platform. So that's where this is going to stay is on YouTube. You're an official YouTuber right now doing this. And, and for how many episodes do you plan to do? Are you already, already know? Has this already been mapped out or is this something you're going to go with? And we'll see, you know, where it goes from here or what? What do you think, Megan? Yeah, for sure. Well, for right now, yes, it's going to be on YouTube. I'm, I, you know, have had some interest from some different uh, streaming platforms and things like that mm-hmm. that are interested in in talking about maybe moving it somewhere like that. But for now, I'm gonna, you know, keep doing what uh, what I feel like I I can contribute and and mixing my skill set together with you know the diving and my knowledge of the ocean and seeing things change so much over the years um, underwater and then also my skill set on camera like you were saying and and as an executive producer I've done this stuff for you know for several decades in all all fields now so c- squishing those together yeah. and working for the ocean and the planet and it'll stay on youtube for now and i have i'm going to do it season by season and i have uh, a bunch of you know uh, episodes laid out as far as concept and ideas of what i want to do going to yeah. start bringing on some guests and experts in different fields right and yeah just keeping it really exciting and changing it up i'm uh yeah so i'm going to do a first season and I need, uh, as I go forward, I'm recruiting, looking for, you know, show sponsors and recruiting, actively sure. recruiting that because yeah. I'll need to get, you know, the, a good operational budget to keep it going. Um, but this is kind of like, you know, I think we all got really creative in COVID in so many ways mm-hmm. and it's, it's given us the opportunity to, I don't know, just look at, look at everything in life with through a different lens and so this is i mean technically this is like my i've been at home landlocked for way too long and covid project yeah well that's good and you know you're making best of uh you know of that lockdown time and uh, putting out some uh quality uh material i mean as divers you know you know once you get into the sport whether you're into the environment or not it's hard not to kind of get uh, sucked into the world because you see so much stuff underwater when you're diving in the ocean. You're like, gosh, that's not supposed to be here. And Absolutely. and you want to protect what we love to see. And, and for, you know, it's it just kind of is a natural evolution, I think, as a diver to kind of get uh, into the environment, per, environmental protection element and see what you could do to help make things better. Barry the Bugger, I think, has a comment or question. Let's see what he's got. Barry? I, I had a question, Megan. How many subscribers do you have on your YouTube channel now? 
I got to go look. It's been act- it's been consistently growing since I launched. I have two oh, episodes gosh. out. I'm doing yeah. one a week and I need to go look. I'm not even sure actually. I've been I've been hustling so much and sending out, you know, press releases and doing uh well, coming on and talking with you guys and sure. doing some different podcasts and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, so honestly, I'm, like I don't know right now. Yeah. <laughs> so go subscribe. Yeah. What, what, tell everybody how to get Come there. on, Barry, get what, on board. Once you get to those thousands of subscribers, can you go over and help Greg? Why? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Man, see, I've been, we're, uh, we're I've all been getting our online YouTube uh, and everything else online wet. education during yeah. this. Yeah, I've been, Lord, uh, right? I've been uh, sticking my fin tips into uh, TikTok, and I, I TikTok, I TikTok it. What, what do you call that? Uh, Kristen is my uh, translator for the kids. Kristen, what, am I a TikToker? If I TikTok, what am I? Kid, she's thirty now, Greg. She's no kid. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Bless you I don't know anything Jerry. about TikTok other than the fact that they like dog videos. Apparently, they like dog because she had a, a dog video that went viral on TikTok. So oh, I thought funny. that made you an expert. Yeah. So, but I put out no, some. That's a Matt and Bryce question. Yeah, that's true. They're our YouTuber and TikTok uh, crew. But uh, <laughs> so but, but yeah, I, I've been singing this week, and uh, so oh, far yeah. the reaction has been. Uh, viral, uh, more like a disease there. type of thing, you know, not not really by the sheer number well, of people. Well, spe- speaking of YouTube, though, I do want to let everybody know how to find yes. my series. How do we do this? I, it would be a major fail on my part if I did not do that. <laughs> so you can go to YouTube or Google, whatever, whichever is your preferred. But um, YouTube is super easy. Go there and just type in the search bar, The Imperfect Conservationist, or my name, but I think The Imperfect Conservationist is easier to spell, so you can do <laughs> that. Yeah. Yep. Just go post and, uh, and yeah. also, if you, if, you just t- if you just Google search it, it'll pop up to my website. My website's linked. MeganHaneyGreer.com is my website as well. And mm-hmm. I just revamped that. It looks so nice. I saw a- that, too. That looks Thank great, Megan. You. It really does. Yep. There you go. He's got the... Got yeah, the he's shining. I already got it. He's I can't got spell... Cons- avatar. Barry's already stalking you. Look at that. It's <laughs> way too, uh, too hard for me to spell. Luckily, yeah. Google saved me on that one. Megan Haney right. Greer. So- it's yeah. too hard. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's hey, now it taken happens. care of. Right. It's, it's what I got, man. It's what I got. I'm rolling with it. Well, but, that's um, good stuff. Are you, are you going to work wait. some uh, diving elements into it? I mean, I mean, obviously, you're just getting started with this. Have you thought about that? As far Heck as like, yeah, I, I, I have, the, I, I have the imperfect conservationist diver edition laid out, and ah, I'm, uh, okay. yeah, working on uh, on doing. I'll probably be doing some of that on the podcast that I co-host as well with the um, with deeperblue.com and okay, and uh, cool. and then also have it kind of piggyback between the two um, of having the diver edition on there and um, and also on uh, on YouTube to do that and I'm gonna you know as things go yeah I have plans to kind of branch it out into travel into different things like that because there's things that there's little easy things that we can tweak and just swap out. That makes such a huge impact in every single walk of life. So, yeah, it really—it's a small it really change. Is, it really, you know, the first couple it's episodes. So small. Yeah, it's it's just like, oh, that's an interesting idea. It really ain't going to change how I operate or wh- how I use paper towels or you know, I could use this other option or whatever or plastic bags. Car bagging. I loved the term car bagging. That, I got it right, right? And it's you not what it. you yeah, think you it is, right. Jerry. Quit it. Don't even. <laughs> 
didn't say no, that. No, I, I see expression. He's like, oh, boy. He's trying not to laugh. I did that back in high school. Almost got arrested. <laughs> but uh, that was a totally different thing. But Megan, Totally uh, different, guys. It, totally different thing, guys. It's uh, yeah. it's all family, family friendly as right. far as that goes. Yeah. Everybody watch can your, become a carbagger. Uh, well, go, go, <laughs> go watch your YouTube uh, video. It's great stuff. Megan, thank you so much. Please do. MeganHaneyGreer.com or The Imperfect Conservationist on YouTube. Thanks, guys. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top-down at Explore Ventures liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had it just doesn't get any better save st kitts turks and caicos the galapagos maldives indonesia humpback whales and the silver banks new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time call one of their talented travel consultants to find the explore ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you 1-800-322-3577 that's 1-800-322-3577 or visit exploreventures.com that's exploreventures.com Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out and the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Do you have a message or a product that you'd like to share with the diving world? Well, look no further than Scuba Radio. Just like you, thousands of diving enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to scubaradio.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Remember, you're swimming right now. Enjoy it. Don't grab for the water, man. Relax and just float. This is awesome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, and uh, we have the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. That is made up of Barry the Bugger, Casey the Tobacco Nut, Vinny Two Tanks, Jerry the Diver Guy, Bubble Boy has even joined us now, along with Mermaid Kristen. 
Uh, we still have Megan Haney Greer with us, Dr. Doug Ebersaw, and a very special guest at the top of hour two is coming your way as well. So stick around for that. But, uh, you know, we, we uh, have been doing some crazy YouTube stuff uh, ourselves uh, lately. I, and I guess, you know, I, I probably need to bring megan in particular up to speed because you know this covid stuff kind of gives you too much time on your hands and you start doing things uh crazy things oh, on your God, surface interval me. like this scuba lust is a song yeah <laughs> that i i produced what do you mean stop come on feel free. we're sorry it's megan a it's a real very toe-tap. 70s Greg. yeah yeah thank you well that's she's showing me that scuba lust yes that's what i was going for 70s kind of a groove you know, little Saturday Night Live theater. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's remember, enough. Uh, was it Las Vegas? Yeah. That uh, that they had a seventies theme. I dressed up as Elvis, and now I blocked that out years ago. I blocked. I don't it out. remember that one. Yeah, she oh, blocked yeah. it out too, as she should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, that song, disco platform boots on with a fake fish in a bottom bubble. Well, for what it's worth, that song actually started as Disco Lust, and I changed it to Scuba Lust, just so I could no. weasel it into this uh, show of ours. Uh, but I, I've actually done an alternate mix, a more rock version. So the uh, blaster oh, thank mix. Thank goodness. Yeah, Me, well, maybe. Proud of this, yeah. too. Hallelujah, Greg. I'm going from the <laughs> 70s to the 80s, uh, and then it will, we'll take scuba lust through the uh, decades over the next well, year. Yes. You're like, you're like fashion. You. you just keep bringing the music back around, right? Yes. <laughs> About 30 years base, too late. That's you're going to base uh, this on Ronnie James Dio's Holy Diver theme? Uh, okay, maybe. Maybe that could uh, work that. I don't know. It's it's just what we do sometimes when we get too much time on our hands. You know, this COVID stuff. Is uh, keeping me from diving as much as I would like to, and this is the result of of an extended surface interval. And yes. then uh, what what I'm not uh, sharing today is what is on the Scuba Radio Facebook page and on TikTok. Now uh, Jerry saw that, and I, I won't I won't uh, abuse. Yeah. Little man's back behind me and having a big odd time. <laughs> well, what's going on? Oh, your little he's, one. He's yeah. couch surfing. Yeah, he's like, he jumps. So, you guys, during yeah. COVID, we got, when we first locked down like a year ago, about um, here, we got a trampoline for the right. living room. Mm-hmm. Oh, so nice. We're keeping it in the, so he'll jump from the trampoline to, I mean, it's snow, right? So I'm like, oh man, we're home from school. We got to do something. And I have, you know, a little boy. And yeah. so I was like, we're getting a trampoline for the living room. So he'll launch from the trampoline over to the couch. And we also have a <laughs> basketball hoop back there. Sweet. And we have one out in, the, out in the street. Yeah, we got all the parks and rec going on here. I you, love you it. Have the tall the tall ceilings then? So uh, No, but nah. he, you know, I mean, I I almost hit the ceiling, but, you know, he does <laughs> he, He's young. <laughs> He, he's a young yeah. little. Yeah, they're flexible. Exactly. They bounce. Are you, say, are you saying bounce. that she's old, Greg? Who said she's that? 21. What? You? <laughs> it's quiet. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> it's the hell like, is. Cricket, cricket. Go back to sleep. What is wrong with you? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's, uh, it is, you know, you, you're making the best of it, whether it's you're doing your YouTube show or I'm doing obnoxious music. You know, but we need to get back in the water. And uh, yeah, yeah, where are you now, by the way? Obviously, you're in some snow-covered, what, what, Colorado or where? Where are you? Yeah, I'm in a little town uh, just outside of Boulder, Colorado. Okay. So we're just east of there. And um, way you know, too it's cold. beautiful. You can it's go ice diving with Dr. Doug. He'd take you. What do you uh, think? That does not sound fun. <laughs> Have you ever done that, Megan? Have you ever ice dived? Um, 
I have not done any ice diving. What I have done is I had a friend uh, who used to work for, hey, you're making all sorts of noise back there, you little rascal. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, we're home. We're home learning. We're home right. parks. Back. I mean, just That's going fine. with the flow, whatever. Yeah, we do. Um, but yeah, I did fine. do, you know, the big red rescue suits for the. Oh really yeah, cool yeah. So like, I had a friend who worked catch for, or something. Yeah, yeah. So I had a suit, a friend who had some suits. I think from the Coast Guard or something. I don't remember. But anyway, yeah. we went in Lake Superior, so we walked out. You know, like the Michelin men out onto the ice and right. the big suit. And there was a, a hole in the ice, and we jumped in there and bobbed around like. <laughs> and, you, and you did this because you could, or is that pretty kind of, much? Yep. All right, all right. That's that fine. is, you know, that is also uh, just like necessity is the mother of invention. Also, is you know boredom and random things to do. Okay, so, so well, you and Doctor Doug can tell uh, swap stories about ice jumping. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I haven't, but I have not done any actual graceful ice diving. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go to that much trouble, I think you'd want to go for the whole ice dive, Doctor Doug. I think you know, even though it looked I, pretty cool I, to be sure. one of giant. I'm orange not sure there's anything graceful under the ice either. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, but uh, the things we do to amuse ourselves, uh, you know, that's fine. Yeah, and, and you know it, it involves water, so we have to as divers. We got to get get a little wet here and there because if we don't, we start doing crazy nutty things like scuba lust songs and things like that. Or is that just me? I don't know. That's, yeah, it's it, just you. It, it's you just know, you. It, that's a toss up, Greg. That's a toss up. <laughs> I'm not sure. Verdict's out. Okay, oh, you guys, you're gonna just leave me hanging. <laughs> Fair enough. That's right. All right. Well. uh uh, you know, the bonus uh, on top of everything else, it's not going to end. I got I, actually this week on top of everything else, I commissioned a new scuba radio guitar is actually being made. So oh, there's boy. more of this to come. You thought scuba, uh, scuba lost help us. Uh, was uh, wanted done. No, this is just but the beginning. Wait, there's more. More abuse yes, coming is. your way. But we'll talk to uh, Stuart Cove. And the guy responsible or to blame for Jerry the Diver Guy. That's coming up in Hour 2 of the World's First Radio Show devoted to diving sick loaves. From Captain Ron to Jock Gusteau, y'all know Scuba Radio. On the boat or down below, if you want to stay in the know. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go. The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com. <laughs> 